Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Well, here we are, six minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. It's stinking Friday, man. Phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. I think from this point forward, uh, whenever my wife, whom, whom I love with all my heart, but whenever she gets on my ass about something or when she wants me to do something, you know, do the dishes, scoop out the litter boxes, whatever it may be, change the channel on the TV, when she you know starts giving me hell about doing something, you know, I, I'm going to respond with, don't you have something better to do? <laughs> Just to that, that's the line of the day for me, man. Don't you have something better to do than to be mixing it up in your Ukraine? Uh, that was, I, I watched. I didn't watch the whole damn thing. Uh, the Tucker Carlson Vlad Putin interview last night. Uh, it was over two hours long. I I, I started watching it uh, right around Betty by time. I was actually in bed uh, with Gutfeld on the TV, and I'm watching Vlad and Tuck. Uh, on my phone, on the YouTube there. And uh, I have a lot of thoughts about that. Uh, but I, I think I drifted off right around that point. If you really want to stop fighting, you need to stop supplying the weapons. It will be over within a few weeks. That's it. And then we can agree on some terms before you do that. Stop. And then, don't you have something better to do? <laughs> and then Vladimir Putin started list started listing off all our issues. The, bo- the border, the economy. Don't you have something better to do? Well, yeah, probably. Uh, so we'll get there. But, uh, you know, it, it, the, the big the big story, I mean, the big, 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 big story from yesterday was this, uh, this report from Robert Herr, special counsel, looking into this business of Joe Biden uh, stashing away secret documents. Apparently, for a long time, by Joe Biden's addled admission, or dementia-addled admission, for decades. Uh, and uh, just to put the whole report in a nutshell, uh, essentially, uh, Robert Hurst said he, quote, willfully, willfully uh, mishandled uh, uh, documents uh, from his time as a senator, his time as a v- vice president. But we're not going to move forward with prosecuting him because what the jury is going to see uh, is an elderly man uh, with a you know with a with a bad memory. He's got memory issues, and they'll they'll take his side because he's just a doddering old guy. And so we're not going to move forward, forward with prosecuting Joe Biden for a crime that we do want to prosecute, prosecute Donald Trump for, which he is not guilty of. In other words, we know he did it. We're not going to prosecute him because he's old and forgetful. In other words, he did it. We're not going to prosecute him, but he's too old and feeble to be president. I mean, if he's... Too old and feeble. And, and, and mind you, and this is what really just slayed me yesterday, okay? It, it, they're not saying, it's not an argument. And this is the prosecution, right? This is the, or who would be the prosecution? It's not, he's not mentally fit to stand trial. 
because that's a standard. It's very hard to prove. It happens very freaking r- rarely in the real world, right? I mean, it, it, to prove because essentially that's a dis, you know an insanity defense. You didn't know what you were doing at the time. You you know you, you're crazy or you're you got something some intellectual decline. You can't stand trial because you won't understand what's going on. That wasn't the argument the dude was making. The argument the dude was making is the jury won't prosecute him because they will see him as an elderly man with a bad memory. And so, therefore, ergo, thus, we're not going to move forward with the prosecution. Wow. (laughs) There's a lot to unpack there. And... You know, I, I, my, my initial thought was, well, this is just protecting Joe. But then I really started thinking about it. In fact, my wife and I were, were talking about it last night. That this is, maybe this is the off ramp for Joe. Maybe this is how they, they got to get rid of him, right? We've been saying that for a long time. They got to get that guy off the stage. I, I, I don't know what happens after that. I don't know if it's Kamala. I almost tend to think they would go with Kamala because she's perfectly malleable. She, she, you mold her in whatever you you want. You can make her say anything you want to make her say. She's a freaking ventriloquist dummy and not a good one at that. But they could control her. You know, is it Obama, Michelle Obama? I, I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that they got to get rid of him. And so we started talking about talking about it last night. Hey, well, maybe this is maybe this is the moment. Because understand with the her report, and again, I'm not an expert on this crap. I'm just I'm just a taxpaying American citizen like you are. I'm just l- squeezing it through my simple brain and seeing what comes out the other end. But it's pretty basic. All right, pretty basic. Um, they want to get rid of him. So yesterday, it felt like they were hanging him out to dry a bit. I mean, he was in front of a, a live camera twice. When's the last time you saw that? When's the last time you saw Joe Biden? in front of a live camera twice in one day. because He gave his initial thoughts around noon or whenever the hell I, I got home yesterday. And then later on yesterday, late afternoon, early evening, or whenever the hell it was, he came back out. And because of the her report, it is now a, a matter of a, an official record that he is incapacitated. In the report, apparently they talk about how when they're interviewing him, he he can't remember, uh, you know, the day his son died or the year his son died or the date or the year. He didn't know when he was vice president. I mean, it's in the report, apparently. There's a lot of crap that when they're talking to him that he didn't know. Uh, I mentioned this earlier on Ware and Rima, but, you know, those of you who have kind of dealt, you've had to deal with a... a loved one, usually a parent with dementia, uh, is that as you go through the stages, there's a very simple list of questions that you ask a person to kind of gauge where they are. What stage are they at in the decline? I think it's called a mental acuity test. And they're very simple questions. Uh, My wife and I, we saw doctors ask these questions of my mother we asked these we would ask these questions as we went through uh, this journey together and it's very simple stuff what year were you born who is the president what month is it, it it's very simple stuff 
And the the point of the mental acuity test uh, is to determine, uh, you know, what are they cognizant of? Because you know the year you were born. You know who the president is, right? This is all pretty standard stuff. What month is it? You know, the, you you should know this. And if you don't know that stuff and you've forgotten that stuff, then you're obviously not able to remember to take your meds, eat food, you know. And it's something that uh, it's a, it's a, it's a it's a test that you give these these folks who are suffering with dementia over and over and over again as a way again to gauge where they are. Now, understand, Joe Biden doesn't know the year his son died. Uh, He made a big deal of that when I sent him back out. How in the hell dare he ask me that when my son died? And again, I'm I'm not in any way, shape, or form trying trying to diminish the tragedy uh, of losing a child. By no means. But you would know the date. You would at least know the year. I mean, we all assume you'd know the date. And when he came back out and he's screaming his brains out about how in the hell dare you, what's the one thing he didn't do? The one thing he didn't do was prove how wrong they are by telling us the date and the year his son died. Um, I, I remember when my mom got to that point, uh, and you, you see, I'm sure you see this with a lot of folks who are, who are on that decline, in that when it, we, she got to a point where you, you'd ask her, Mom, what year were you born in? Well, of course, I know what year I was born in. What a stupid question. All right, Mom, then tell us what year were you born in. I don't have to answer that. I know exactly what year I'll... I mean, that's that was her reaction. And that was his reaction yesterday. He should not be president. He is not the president. <laughs> Uh, and, and with the her report, they, they have a very, uh, kind of a cool win-win situation as far as Biden. And I, as I worked it through my mind, this is the conclusion I came to, um, they can get rid of him at this point because it is a matter of an official record, an official government record, if you will, a special counsel report that he is forgetful that he is in some kind of decline that he can't answer basic questions, but they're not going to prosecute him. So you can get rid of Joe now without having to go through the prosecution of Joe Biden, uh, of your guy, of your president. So, uh, and Trey pointed this out on Wear and Rima, and I, I absolutely agree. It's Friday. It's Super Bowl Sunday weekend, right? You know, I, it, this is when you want to do, you want to make major moves of this nature because you feel a lot of people just won't be paying attention. Which is why I tend to think that they hung his ass out to dry yesterday because there was absolutely no reason for Joe Biden to go back out in front of a camera later on yesterday after he'd already given his, you know, had been allowed or scripted to give his thoughts. So why did they send him out again? Because they want you to see how bad he is. That's my thought. So I don't know what's going to happen uh, today, but I, I obviously I don't believe they're, they, they're, they're, they're going to keep him around. He's not capable of even being in front of a camera at this point. So we'll see what happens next. But your thoughts on this whole idea of, yeah, we know he did it, but we're not going to prosecute because he's a doddering old man. How do you feel about them apples? 210 599 
210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Election Day 2024. Coming soon. Donald Trump. If you elect them, there's going to be an authoritarian government. Don't miss a moment. Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. The 2024 race for the White House. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. 23 minutes after 9 on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Uh, Let's play some audio that James has. uh, Some of the reaction to the Biden stuff yesterday and also some thrilling KJP uh, reaction, which I I actually didn't see her yesterday. So uh, let's take a listen to some of this. And then we'll talk about it. The man is 80 years old. He rides a bike. The White House case is it is unnecessary and over the top to list out all these things. Why you think a jury would be sympathetic to him? Part of that (laughs) report was an outrage, was a disgrace. I mean, the idea that they that that he would make such a big point of 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 Biden being elderly is not something a prosecutor needed to do. We'll say that without uh, that there's no doubt in my mind that. Uh, that this special prosecutor could have written the same report without using these words, elderly man with a poor memory. I mean, that report showed that Merrick Garland again made the classic Democratic mistake, which is, I know, I'll appoint a Republican, a Republican partisan to investigate, and that will give us credibility. No, it never works. James Comey trashed Hillary Clinton in very similar way when he when he said we're not going to pursue charges he then trashed her the, the, the dude wasn't trashing biden the dude said he he, he has some memory problems is that trashing him? it's not trashing him it's a, a it's making a, an, an observation when you're interviewing the guy yeah based on testimony from the individual I tell you what, the media, yeah, the media are in a really weird position today, I think. And I think how this thing goes as far as if Joe Biden continues on as president, you know what I mean? Like, who am I going to (laughs) be? Am I going to make fun of, you know, Robert Hur, sorry, Ben Hur there? I just, (laughs) sounds funny to me, uh, about this elderly old man comment and dress him down. Or do I start looking into the future and hitching my wagon to the idea that maybe he shouldn't be the guy anymore? He's lo- I was reading the, a Gallup poll yesterday. Uh, as far as the space between any given GOP and a Democrat between blacks and Latinos is like 20% now. In, fa- in other words, over the past couple of years, the Democrats have lost about 20% of their advantage with blacks and Hispanics over the GOP. I mean, and, and Biden's numbers themselves are are really bad. So you, you need an off-ramp for this guy. Because <laughs> you know, they're, they're, based upon what we all saw yesterday, I mean, come on. First off, yeah, he, he shouldn't be publicly speaking at all. He shouldn't be president at all, right? So what do you do with him? He's in the middle of a major campaign. Do you keep him hidden away? Do you run, roll the dice on him making an ass out of himself uh, on, on the camera there? Or, or do you just keep shoving him out there like they did yesterday and make the claim, well, we have to admit now that he's not capable of continuing on because they they got to dump him. 
how how long can they keep going on camera with that much egg on their face? I don't know. You see? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, there. And and again, every time he, it's almost like every time Trump gets accused of something or has another legal proceeding, his approval ratings and popularity go through the roof. Every time Joe Biden goes in front of a camera, they lose people, especially blacks and Hispanics and young people, whom they desperately need. Trucker Mike, how you doing, man? Yeah, how you doing, my man? Um, yeah, hey, I, I got a, I got a, a funny joke that I had told somebody else uh, after what happened to Biden yesterday. Now, now, now we know why Joe Biden don't close the border with Mexico because he don't even know who the Mexican president is, brother. <laughs> it's so funny, Joe Biden. He he makes me laugh, man. Like I say, it's ridiculous. This guy here, you could tell that he was aggravated. See, he got mad yesterday. Because that guy came out with that report telling people that Biden didn't know when his son died. That's why he held that impromptu uh, press conference that he wasn't even supposed to do that. But his people let him do that. And he completely embarrassed himself last night. He did. Here's the audacity of it, uh, Sean. When he's, co- when he's on television trying to tell people he doesn't have mental problems, that everything is good with him. Like I said before, he he couldn't even he uh he couldn't even remember who the Mexican president nah, is. Nah, but this bad. guy here says that he doesn't have any mental problems. I got bad news for you, Joe Biden. You got some serious problems, brother. <laughs> and it's time for you to to hang yeah. it up. It's all over. The game is over. I think they go. I think they gonna get rid of yeah. Joe Biden in the I, next couple of weeks. I, think, I think you're right. Taking my call. Thanks, Mike. Man, have a great weekend. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We'll take a little break. We'll be right back. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. Here's Talk 50 KTSA FM 107.1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know what I'm saying? Don Morgan, don't you have anything better to do? <laughs> I'm serious, Now dude. that you mention it. <laughs> well, yeah, me too. I, I swear to God, every time my wife gets on my case now, that's my, I'm going to go Putin on her. I'm going to go full. I'm going to go full Putin on her. Don't you have... You know, we'd have peace if you would just stop haranguing me. I would negotiate. Don't you have something better to do, like scoop out the litter boxes or take out the garbage? That would be glorious if you had a Mexican translator with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you didn't, punk ass. Um, I, there's something else that I, about the Putin thing last night. I don't know if you guys, I, uh, and I saw Sam I Am from Jack FM in the hallway, and he, he, we were talking about it, and he brought up something that's absolutely true. And I'm going to get a little deeper into what I thought about the actual interview. But it was very oddly calming. I, I was watching, and Sam I am said this too, I was watching it on my phone in bed, because you know, I, I didn't start watching it until like 8.30. And I got about an hour into it, and it made me very drowsy, and I fell asleep. There was something oddly soothing about Vladimir Putin's voice. The tra- well, the translator's voice. Well, both of them. Yeah. Just you know, I have another piece of audio. Well, oh, you're right. This really, you would have been the translator's voice, not his voice directly. Right. I lifted a, just lifted another piece of audio from the, and I think this would be right what you're okay. Let's take a about. listen. So why don't you just call Biden and say, let's work this out? What's there to work out? <laughs> it's very simple. I repeat, we have contacts through various agencies. I will tell you what we are saying on this matter and what we are conveying to the U.S. leadership. If you really want to stop fighting, you need to stop supplying weapons. It will be over within a few weeks. That's it. And then we can agree on some terms. Before you do that, stop. What's easier? Why would I call him? 
What should I talk to him about? Or beg him for what? And, and what message do you get back? You're going to deliver such and such weapons to Ukraine? Oh, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Please don't. What is there to talk about? Oh, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Don't. It's very so you, soothing. what you heard was the translator's voice. Right. Because to be, and, and this is a fact, when you hear uh, uh, Putin's voice, he sounds like Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, he does? What do you mean? Like, no. Well, <laughs> right, all right. This is how he actually talks. <laughs> so the Russians are invading Ukraine. The Russians are invading Ukraine. What are you? And, and they come don't, over the border with their bombs and their guns. Uh, don't, don't you have something better to do? Anyway. <laughs> But I like that. You're right. The translator was hilarious. But oh no, I'm so afraid. And you could hear like the snot in the voice, like he's being snotty. Yeah. But the guy is just maintaining that translator, even you know, even cadence. Oh no, I'm afraid. Boo hoo! I'm so scared. Oh, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Please don't. <laughs> Hold on to that audio. We're gonna toss that out there every now and again because that's kind of how I feel about life in general right now. Weird, man. I- I'll tell you one thing about Vlad Putin, though. He is absolutely one of the most purely confident human beings you will ever observe. Th- that This is not a guy who suffers from self-doubt in any way, shape, or form, man. <laughs> when you riff on almost damn near 10 centuries of Russian history right off the top of your head, you're one confident SOB. You know what I mean? He know Vlad Putin. This is my big takeaway as far as just observing him. He knows exactly who he is in the world. He knows exactly what he's capable of, and uh, yeah, he's a murderous dictator. Absolutely confident, dude. Yes, <laughs> I mean this guy could give like freaking. Sell, what are these seminars? Like, who's the the big tall guy that does seminars about how to Tony improve Robbins. your life? Master classes. Putin could do crap like that, you know, with the translator. You know, don't let anyone blank you around. Kill them. Shove them out a window. You'll feel better. You know, you'll have you'll be self actual. There's just something I, I hate to say charismatic about him when you really kind of know who he is because he will mm-hmm. grease you and not blink. Right. He will grease you and not have any ripple in the moral pond or emotional pond whatsoever. He, he right. appears to be that freaking cold. This is ex-KGB. You know, watch some of the interview, and uh, not not much of it, because right. it's going to be dissected to pieces oh, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And so when I watched, I'm like, this guy is like a snake. Yes. <laughs> he just he, reminds He's very snake-like. He's very reptilian. <laughs> you know, yeah. he really is. But, I mean, an intellect... One thing I, I, I've said, and I believe this absolutely, and you know, just as a matter of course of, of doing this and, and just other things, that anybody can kind of memorize something, right? Anybody mm-hmm. can kind of, you know, we, we deal with this in the education system, right, where you get keep people who graduate from college and they're freaking morons because all they did was learn by rote and memorization. But when you can riff about something complex off the in your own words off the top of your head, because the history lesson that went on for damn near half an hour, maybe over a half hour, okay, he wasn't prepared. He he was just riffing on what he knows in his own words. And again, he covered uh, what nine centuries of, of of Russian history. 
to basically justify why his ass wants Ukraine and thinks it's his. It was it, that was a it was a, it was a, you couldn't stop list. I couldn't stop listening. I couldn't stop watching. It was captivating because he went very clearly in his own words through again almost ten centuries of history. Do you, can you think of a sing? Nikki Haley couldn't come up with one freaking reason why the Civil War started. Do you, do you think there is an, is there an American politician over the age of forty? Let's say let's let's cut him some slack. Do you think there's a do you think AOC just riffing off the top of her numbskull could riff through over a couple of centuries of American history? She couldn't and, name the 13 original colonies. No. And would we need an interpreter for her? Probably, man, cuz <laughs> just to figure out what the hell she's I need an interpreter for her now. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Nothing <laughs> like some people came over and we killed all the Indians and, the, and enslaved all the black people, and, and that's how we got America. You know, Putin's like, uh, and then you know, during the Nazification in World War II, I just love doing the Russian accent. I'm sorry, I know we had a translator yesterday, but the dude was just riffing on freaking complex history for 30 minutes. You know, could. Well, let's just keep things equal. Could Biden do that? <laughs> about a, Could Biden riff for 30 minutes about American history? N- he couldn't riff for, sev- for seven seconds, man. Well, according to him, he was present for most historical events that have taken place in our country's history anyway. L- listen, pal, how, how in the hell dare you? Okay, let me tell you something, pal. Okay, I remember being on Air Force One with Abe Lincoln. And I said, hey, hey, we got to do something about this slavery thing. It's not tracking well. You know? No, no, not a joke. Not a joke. We're watching the, uh, the L.A. riots on TV uh, with me and Abe Lincoln. You know. Anyway, 210-599-5555. Uh, loud Alex, hang on. We'll, we'll come to you uh, when we get back. 210. I am every time my wife says, why didn't you do the dishes? Don't you have something better to do? Anyway, 210. Yeah, that's going to work out great. That'll for you. work swimmingly yeah. for me, I'm sure. Nice knowing you. <laughs> yeah. 210. She'll shove my ass out a window, you know? Yeah, right. Thankfully, we're a one story house. 210. <laughs> yeah, but you're still very frail. I'm, I'm it could still, finish you off. Yes, that, it might as well be seven stories with my fragile ass. 210 599 5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Why would I call him? What should I talk to him about? Or beg him for what? And, and what messages do you get back? You're going to deliver such and such weapons to Ukraine? Oh, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Please don't. The 2024 race for the White House. Beer brew here. It is used to make the brew. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Let's take a call here. We love him. We call him Loud Alex. Loud Alex. Alex, because we got a Loud Alex and a Quiet Alex. You're the Loud Alex. Hey! Ryba. Hey! 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 What are you doing? It's hanging, okay. man. So so I called, called earlier about a different subject, but we'll do them both really quick. Sure. Okay? The, the, the first one being is Joe Biden and... The prosecutor, or the lack thereof. Okay, <laughs> so this isn't the first time we've had the Democrats, Democrats, as I call them, you know, decide for a jury who is and who isn't prosecutable. Right. Okay. I think I'm pretty sure that's a word. 
Yes. Uh, well, it is now. Smith, you can tell me. Okay, <laughs> it is now. So, so yeah, we got Hillary Clinton with James Comey telling us all. Give it, you know, lay out the case and then say, oh, but no, no real prosecutor would prosecute that case. <laughs> Jump forward, freaking, you know, seven years, eight years, and here we go again. Okay, but there is no two-tiered justice system in America. We're all equal under the law. Mm. Come on. Now, here's the difference, I think. Now the American people can see it straight in front of their face. These guys are pure criminals. This is a criminal enterprise we got running this country. Now, jumping to the second subject, Vlad Putin. There's one thing I can tell you about Vlad Putin that's way different than Joe Biden, and that's called respect. I respect that guy. Joe Biden has no respect for me or probably millions and millions of people around. Well, I should say billions because it's around the world. Nobody respects that guy. No, I, you know, and one thing I took away from that interview yesterday or last night when I watched whatever the, the amount I watched is that Vlad Putin is laughing at us. He's laughing at, at Biden. I mean, he was saying snotty cracks throughout the, you know, he was really snarky throughout the whole thing. Yeah, well, not, you no, know, he has no Iranians fear of ju- at us, right. the Chinese, yeah, everybody is. It's, it's a total farce yeah. that we got going on here, you know. And we got a guy that, okay, the prosecutor himself that he appointed says, <laughs> this guy's too far gone to try. That's not his call anyway, but let's take it's that not, but value. Yes. Go ahead. It's it's insane that people will still go to vote for this guy. They didn't look. We all know he was installed. He oh yeah, I, I, he wasn't I agree. Elected. Okay. I, I, so I now sus- they're going to try it again. No, I I don't know, man. I think and I got to run, Alex. I'm just out of time. I have a great week. I think this is when this is how they get rid of him. I think. I don't think they want to carry him through all the way to the to the end of this thing. Again, he's he's losing. And the the, the the Democrats are kind of, in the swamp. They're kind of like the mafia in this regard. That once you become a negative, <laughs> you go away. Uh, once you become a liability, and what what I in other words, maybe old Joe at this point has served his purpose. Again, we know that he doesn't go in front of a live camera unless that's what they want him to do. And yesterday, they shoved his ass, his rambling, gibbering ass out there twice. Uh, you know, I, I think this is the end of Joe Biden, politically speaking. I could be com- completely wrong. I, I don't know. What, did you notice, though, and, I, and a lot of people didn't pick up on this, but this was so surreal. I think this was the first the moment he had yesterday when he first came out. Maybe, or the second, I don't know. But he was, again, going off on, on Robert Herr and, you know, how dare you ask me about my mental state and when I, you know, when my kid died and all that stuff. And he was saying, how dare you, you know, ask me that question. Of course I know. I still carry with me the rosary I got at Our Lady of. And then he trailed off. Why? Because he couldn't suddenly re- he suddenly couldn't remember what the hell he was talking about. Our Lady of he didn't remember. So there he is trying to show us that he's mentally sharp, and how dare you question his mental acuity? And then in the same breath, I carry this rosary rosary with me from Our Lady of dot dot dot. I mean, yeah, should he be president? No. The question is, did they know? 
at the beginning of this, when he first started running to be president, that he was this bad or going to be this bad? That's an interesting question. But, again, it is now a matter of an official record that he is forgetful and has bad memory, and they cited examples, apparently, in this report about when they're interviewing him, very basic mental acuity stuff he couldn't remember. Apparently couldn't remember when he was vice president, even asked, when, when was I, you know. Yeesh. Strange damn times in which we live. But if you're having trouble sleeping and you've run out of Unisom and melatonin, or Ambien or what have you, your Ambien prescription doesn't get, get, get re-upped for a couple of weks, you can play the audio of the, of the Tucker-Putin uh, interview last night, and it will lull you to, to sleep. It's not that it was boring, but just the, the translator's voice was so gentle and soothing that it, it put me to sleep. And so if you're having trouble getting some uh, your, your much-needed needed rest, just play that on audio on your phone, and you'll blink out. We'll be right back. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back five minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Uh, we're, we're dealing with the, the, the news from yesterday, which was a pretty big, fat, stupid day for, for news. I do. I have a holiday mouth, man. Just can't get the syllables out today. I'm going to be off next week, by the way. Chris will be sitting in for me. When the, That's very cool. I like that guy. He does a great job. Uh, but yeah, dealing with, uh, uh, some of the big fat news stories from yesterday and James has some audio from the black lesbian press secretary. I only mention that because she is historical and I think every time we say, we say KJP, we should also add black lesbian and, and in this way we make history as well by mentioning her black lesbianness and, uh, she, this is reaction to, uh, the Biden stuff, uh, James, let's, let's take a listen to this. To say, look, many people, uh, elected officials, many people, um, you know, uh, they tend, they can, they can mis- misspeak sometimes, right? Uh, but and also, Sean Hannity himself has said, uh, Jason Chavitz when he met Matt Gates. I mean, it happens. It really happens. <laughs> Rick Scott even confuses saving, say, uh, saving Medicare money with cutting Medicaid. Medicare, pardon me. Uh, and so this happens. Uh, you know, it. Um, uh, it is. It happens to all of us, uh, and it is common. What the overall arching kind of theme? What he is trying to say about about our leadership on the global stage? Okay. Uh, all those people you mentioned, yourself included, are a lot younger than the president. And obviously, as he's heading into the election season, one of the things that people are talking about in polls is a concern about his age. Uh, what do you say then to Americans who have that concern and they see three times in just a couple days the president getting the name of a leader wrong and referencing somebody who is deceased? So look, again, as you just stated in your question to me, I, I just laid out um, other, other leaders in their community or elected officials who have done the same. Uh, so it is not, uh, uh, not uncommon. So look, his leadership, his experience, I believe, we believe, speaks for, it, for itself. And I think that's what is important. And I, and I hope that the American people see that. His leadership speaks for itself. Yeah, sweetheart, it certainly does. Now, understand, okay, today or yesterday, it's, hey, we all do that, man. We all forget crap. We all misspeak. It's overarching. Uh, and, uh, you know, we all do it. It's no big, no big shakes. 
And yet, you know, when Peter Ducey asked the same damn question uh, a couple of days ago, she wasn't going down that rabbit hole. Well, I guess you're in the rabbit hole now, aren't you, sweetheart? Now it's just something everybody does. <laughs> we all forget crap, you know. Yeah, I used to forget crap too when I was drinking a gallon of vodka every day. So what's uh, what's Biden's uh, what's Biden's uh, excuse? I mean, it's it's very surreal. He's the president. I mean, again, I, I I think I mentioned this a few days ago, and I had this reaction again yesterday. When again, I'm watching him, obviously incapacitated and not able to be the president of the United States, and yet he is. And and I'm like, am I in a a, a science fiction movie? I, I was saying yesterday, and I know I mentioned this to you guys before. There are times where I watch this crap unfold before my very eyes. And I'm like, am I strapped to a freaking table somewhere on the mothership with a couple of greys looking down at me? Is this like some sort of alien experiment? You know, this can't be real, right? It really is like something you'd see out of a science fiction movie at this point. It's also quite Shakespearean touch of Greek tragedy involved here. You got a guy who all he ever wanted to be his entire stupid life was the president of the United States. He gets to be president of the United States, and he can't do the job. And he'll more than likely go down in history as one of the worst presidents ever. In fact, his own party wants to, you know, cut his ass loose. Trey and I were joking about the Ides of March. Might come a little early this year. Might come a little early this year. Because I think the knives are going to start coming out on this guy. Again, I keep going back to the fact that they shoved his ass out there twice yesterday. And KJP very obviously didn't want to talk about it and knew that she had to talk about it. And so she laid out a bunch of gibberish there. When does that chick become an actual black lesbian? And by that, I mean, when does KJP look at herself in the mirror and say, you know, I am am making a fool out of myself on a daily basis trying to protect the political legacy of a man who was obviously, if you look at his record, a freaking racist, a rich, establishment, corrupt, cisgender, white man. At what point do I give this up? You know, well, the fact is probably probably never. It's a great gig for her. But you know, I haven't seen a lot of KJP off, you know, away from the podium. I don't watch her stupid interviews and you know whatever stuff uh, cut-ins she does on MSNBC and CNN and all those other guys. I, I don't whatever podcast she's on. I, I don't know, but I, I'm assuming she's a fairly liberal chick, right? Do you think she buys into the CRT stuff? Do, do you think she's concerned about systemic racism as far as her personal worldview? I'm thinking probably. I'm thinking she probably is pro, and it's not because she's merely black. It's it's because she is she makes a show of her own black lesbianness on a regular basis. So let's attach to her a lot of the usual, uh, the the usual opinion set of a a fairly extreme liberal in America. Okay, let's just say that she buys into a lot of that stuff. If that's true, how in the hell does she put that on the shelf every single day when she has to go before the world and cover for a piece of crap like Joe Biden? And I'm not saying this crap because I have any regard for KJP, because I don't. She's a box checker. She sucks at her job. She's deeply arrogant. 
you know, she herself more than likely thinks you and I are little people, and how dare we ask these pesky questions. But holy crap, what must it be like to be her <laughs> in this particular situation? Again, there's something weirdly Shakespearean about it. She also has reached the pinnacle of her of her professional political life, right? She's the, the press secretary. She has a cabinet position. She is, in fact, a chapter in history. She has her little corner of history uh, that is absolute. That's a true damn thing, right? You're a part of history when you become a president's press secretary. And yet, at this moment when she finally achieves something great and historical, her her gig ultimately is protecting a racist a-hole. <laughs> Who would probably never invite her over to Rehoboth for dinner. You know what I mean? It's weird. All of this is so weird, man. But the big question is what happens next. Because again, to you know, reframe this whole trip that we experienced yesterday... Robert Hur's special counsel report comes out. He says, yes, he is guilty of federal crimes. He is guilty of mishandling and, and giving or making accessible to other people documents that he very obviously stole that were not his legal right to have in his possession. He did that. But, <laughs> but. You know, he's such a feeble old man. He, you know, what what was the actual line here? I, I think I wrote it down somewhere. You know, he, he, he is a elderly gentleman with a failing memory. And we don't think we can prosecute him successfully because the not because of his mental abilities to understand what is going on during the proceedings, which is the standard, right? No, we, we, we're not going to move forward because and there's no jury that's going to convict him. And the reason they won't, they won't convict him are the very same reasons why he shouldn't be freaking president. <laughs> I mean, this is like a freaking Twilight Zone episode at this point. Holy crap. So I don't know what happens next. I really don't. And I, I don't... In this moment, and I know I've said this a, a few times before, I, I really don't make a lot of predictions about what's going to happen next because this is such an unprecedented time. I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I didn't see that bull crap coming yesterday. So I don't know what happens next. I, I do know that I, I don't know how you possibly continue to run him. I don't think they want to run him. Uh, he certainly can't win in a legitimate election, which I don't believe this one will be. But I would say to you, he, to them, is now a liability. He is a liability. He served his purpose. And now they gotta they got to get rid of this guy. And maybe yesterday was the beginning of that. I don't know. What do you think, man? 2105. Oh, and woman. 210-599-5555, I'm curious. Also, um, let's see. I, 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 this is not a story as of yet, but I did see who who put a story this story out yesterday, and I saw this uh, uh, on uh, on Facebook. It's something local uh, that is going to come back around for the fourth year. MySanAntonio.com, James. Uh, has reported uh, that the Fredericksburg, Texas Testicle Festival will be uh, back for its fourth year in July. 
and uh, I just want to I want to I want to make sure I'm staying on top of that, you know, so that we uh, can we do a lot. Can we do the show live from the testicle festival? Wouldn't that be fun? Bollocks. That would that would take balls. I was going to say. Well, you could say bollocks. Bollocks. Now you're European. There's only one reason why I'm bringing up this story, to be honest with you. And I've eaten testicles, to be honest with you. I lived in Colorado. I have. They're chewy. Very chewy. Um, I, I bring it up because in reading the My Essay article, I, I learned that the organizer, the lead organizer of the Texas Testicle Festival is, in fact, a man named Greg Ball. No words on... I'm serious. I'm looking at it right now in the... In the uh, in the story. No word yet on whether or not he has a twin. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. We'll take a break. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. The Sean Rima Show. The 2024 race for the White House. Stay connected with Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Bollocks. Thanks <laughs> again. Looking forward to that festival. Uh, festival. <laughs> Bollocks. I just said festival. Uh, the the te- yeah, anyway, the Texas Testicle Festival coming up in July. Bollocks. Just want to make sure you know that's coming. It's on the way. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five. Good I, God, I am, man! I do. I have short timers. I got all next week off, and we have a very busy day today. My wife, uh, we're having our graduation uh, celebration for getting through her certification and training to be a uh, a community health worker they actually have a graduation ceremony we're going to uh and then her birthday is on monday you know valentine's day the anniversary all kinds of stuff coming up this week so i i am and plus i'll be honest with you especially after a news day like yesterday i'm really looking forward to taking a break from the from the news just need a break, man. Just take myself out of the news cycle for a few days for my yeah, mental you can, health. You could hold on for another half hour. I know he's taking a break uh, from using English man. properly. Do I have to? Can I just you just slur your way we, through the next we, thirty minutes, Alex and Mike. If you want to call up and just you know freaking talk for thirty minutes, it's okay. <laughs> Whatever you want to talk about. Rima, Rima, hey. hey, let me tell you what I had for lunch. Take your time, and I thank you for taking my call. <laughs> I, oh, there is a, yeah, there is the news story we haven't talked about, talked about, discussed. Uh, yeah, apparently there's a football game of some note happening on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I guess you guys are all excited about that. James probably has a bunch of bets laid on it. And I, I spent $130 yeah. on squares at two different bars yesterday. See, see how he is? <laughs> wow. Don Morgan, you got plans for Sunday? Just going to watch it or what? Just going to watch the game. Well, yeah, you still got to get up in the middle of the night to do the yeah. show on Monday. Well, well the, the good news is, is, you know, living here... Um, you know we're on you know, oh, we're true. on Pacific time, so it starts three hours earlier than it would. Oh, oh right, <laughs> you know, so. right, right. So it's you'll like the have to watch of the it. afternoon, and it's on. It's so. not bad. Yeah, yeah that's like a good. four p.m. kickoff for you, right? Right. And that was great when you know when during the football season when Monday night football would come on. It's like five o'clock, and I'm sitting here watching the game. <laughs> that's not it was bad. Wonderful. I uh, I this is who I am. I'm going to be honest with you. And this, despite the fact that I'm on the radio, this is how much I follow follow football. I did not know the damn thing was even going to be in Las Vegas until this morning. I happened to see it on TV. Oh, that's where they're having it. Can we be even more honest? Okay, it's sure. going to be less the Super Bowl this year and more intergalactic Taylor Swift Day. We will be celebrating all things Taylor Swift on Sunday, no matter how the damn game uh, game goes. It's Taylor Swift's day. We're going to be talking about Taylor Swift. 
They're going to be cutting away to Taylor Swift. She'll be on camera. They'll have her comments. People will cheer. It's it's intergalactic Taylor Swift Day this Sunday with a football game attached to it. You know, okay? a, a stellar stellar opportunity was missed because you know word of this relationship didn't come out till like halfway through the season. Right? Now, had this been known last summer, they could have had her do the halftime show. She's <laughs> going to be there anyway. Why not? You know, why not? Do a couple of tunes, man. I do well now. Think about this: Would this still be a big deal, like a big game? In people's minds, if there wasn't Taylor Swift and it was just a normal NFL season? Well, we'd have about 113 million viewers like last year. So we'll see if right. it goes up to like 160 oh, or yeah. something. No, they, they're predicting close to 200 million people watching this game. <laughs> so, yeah, she's swinging an 80 million stick. Wow. Yeah. It, it is. It's, it's you know. I mean, we're. I, I'm sure we're going to have it on. I, when I say I have no interest in it, I, I mean, I'm being serious. I, I'm that guy. I have no interest in it. Uh, but we'll probably have it on. I'm sure my wife and kids want to watch it. I don't give a crap about the commercials. I, I don't care how well produced they are. And who's doing the halftime show? That's all. It's Usher? Usher. Usher. I don't know anything about Usher. Well, you, you're not... You need to get blacker. It's, it's I need Ur- to black it's, myself up a little. Usher. Right. Usher. Oh, it's Usher. Yeah. Ursher. Yeah, they put an R in there, sort of. That's how they say it, Ursher? When, you, when you're in the hood, yeah. Well, because uh, I always thought it was a really bizarre name for your, to call yourself an Usher, like the guy who shows you where your, your seat is. You know, they, I think that's his actual name. It is. His, his, his actual name is Usher? Yeah. Usher Raymond. That's utterly name. ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I get the big bucks. You brought up yeah. Taylor, and I just Googled any new Taylor Swift news, and then I find out that the independent... And the the Daily Mail have a whole Taylor Swift latest news and updates. Ugh, she's got her. She's getting it's her own news. section on the news yes, sites. Yes, she is. She's getting her own section on the news sites, man. She's a skinny white chick who writes breakup songs, and she's got a funny mouth. That having been said, she does. She's got like an alien mouth. She, I, I mentioned grays no, earlier. Doesn't. She looks like a freaking gray. Like she oh just has those God. big eyes and that tiny ass little mouth, man. Spindly body. And yet on Sunday, I know, and I know she's listening. Oh, I know she's listening, man. Oh, yeah. At least three or four times on Sunday, my wife, once again, will try to convince me why I should like Taylor Swift. She's <laughs> such a wonderful human being, and she does such wonderful things for people. Mm-hmm. You did you know, if I have to hear one more term? Did you know she gave all her truck drivers a hundred thousand dollars, Mister John? Yes, I know. You tell me every seventeen minutes. I don't care about Taylor Swift. I don't care about Taylor Swift. Why do I have to like Taylor Swift? Why? Why? Why is it important that I like her? Because it's not just my wife, man. I get messages from people about why I should freaking like Taylor Swift. Why? My, my friend's daughter still has her handwritten notes from Taylor Swift. Oh, God. I tell you what, on Sunday again, I'm, go- I'm going Vlad Putin on my wife if she brings up Taylor Swift. Don't you have anything better to do than to try to convince me to like this scrawny, you know, white chick who writes these breakup songs? I get better than Taylor Swift in 15 minutes. I just order it up. I make a phone call. <laughs> what would I say to her? 
don't write a song about me? Ooh. Ooh, I'm so scared that Taylor Swift is going to write a song about me. Oh, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Please don't. Yeah. <laughs> Vlad Putin makes a phone call and he's got like 19 Taylor Swifts, you know, in his waiting room. You know, so yeah. it's, right. it's not. I'm sure he's as equally unimpressed by Taylor Swift and Super Bowl stuff as he is with everything else American right now. But you you know Sunday is going to be, yeah, sort of about football, but a lot about Taylor Swift, man. What she eats, you know what I mean? If she gets a hot dog, that's going to be an international freaking story, okay? Right. Just saying. And what, what brand hot dog what, was Oscar Mayer? You know, was it Nathan's? Well, it'll be, yeah, it'll be like that. And, and the funny thing about that is that Taylor Swift is one of the few people in this country who can still afford to buy sodas and hot dogs <laughs> at sporting events. Yeah. I go to a freaking missions game and I got to take out credit references, okay? I got to get a freaking co-signer, all right, to buy stuff uh, at an Astros game. Taylor can at least afford all the crap that they sell, okay? Just saying. What is there to talk about? <laughs> Skinny White Broad sings relationship songs. Oh, I'm so scared. Anyway, 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. And we are back. Newstalk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Uh, phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. Um, yeah, to say yesterday uh, the, the news cycle was a bit surreal is uh, is an understatement. And one other story that happened that is also, yeah, very surreal is this business of Alvin Bragg and these uh, these young migrants who physically assaulted and swarmed a couple of NYPD. Um, uh, they, they they also released the body cam footage of these attack of this attack, and wow! If if you watch the body cam footage, it's it's really disturbing, and and you're able to get up kind of close. On on the uh, the officers' faces, and uh, yeah, they knew they were in a really bad situation, and it's it's you know an act of God that nobody died that day. Either they didn't start shooting, they got shot, or they got kicked wrong, and the neck got snapped, or what have you. I mean, the the, the fact that everybody came out of that incident alive is amazing to me. But it is it it, it takes your breath away watching the attack from the uh, from the perspective of the police officers because again these are two law enforcement officers in a major the major you know one of a couple of very large influential metropolitan areas in this country also a very liberal town maybe that's the reason it's not so shocking a sanctuary city by the way and uh, a bunch of young illegal punks didn't like the way one of their members, uh, the member of their members of their little group there, was being treated by the police officers, and they just swarmed, swarmed them, and started kicking them and hitting them. Got them on the ground. Uh, they're arrested, as you now famously know, and uh, let go by Alvin Bragg later that day. They didn't have to pay a single thin dime uh, as far as bail. They just walked the hell out. Had the middle fingers going. Blank you, America. Thanks for all the free crap. Uh, they, uh, I think the majority of them got onto a bus and disappeared. They largely think they went to California, but they're not tracking them. They have one dude in custody. And yesterday, Alvin Bragg, 
uh, announced that he had indicted seven migrants, illegal aliens, punks, who attacked a couple of NYPD. He's indicting them, and and just listen to this for a second. (laughs) This assault, as it did to many of you, sickened me and outraged me. Really? Did he seem all that sickened and outraged when he let them walk the hell out? (laughs) You know, on on the day of the attack or the next day or whenever the hell it was? I mean, I guess it was that very day, wasn't it? What are we... How many weeks are we out of this? Like two or three weeks? And now Alvin Bragg, because he's gotten a lot of S for this, now suddenly he's sickened and outraged. Wow. Dude, you must have something going on physically or medically because, you know, if your sickness and your outrage doesn't kick in for damn near a month, uh, you might have something going on there. But this is just par for the course. This is the, the country in which we live, isn't it? So what if he indicts him? You don't know where the hell they are. <laughs> you got one guy, and you waited. He says the reason they waited is because the, the, the investigation was, quote, painstaking. Painstaking? You got it on freaking video, man. <laughs> you, you get less video of a crime on forensic files. I mean, you, 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 what, what was so painstaking about it? What pains did you take? to figure out who did this it's just so freaking upside down man so apparently in america if you're here illegally you could just kick the crap out of a cop when you see him and, and they're pissing you off for whatever reasons i mean that's that's what happened and the i think you you agree with me right the only reason this guy's doing anything now is because uh of the of the crap storm he's had to endure of criticism since he let those guys just walk the hell out and they started you know sprouting middle fingers uh, for any camera that would that would point at him illegals here illegally seriously man uh, it, it, it these are very strange and upside down times and alvin bragg just kind of like you know uh, a lot of other folks that we have to deal with on a daily basis that we see do things that are extremely soulless and non-caring uh, I think if I come back to one thing over and over again these days, in this moment we're all enduring uh, and hope to survive, it's just the rank soullessness of people and their lack of concern for other people's lives. Let's put it that way. Okay, Alvin Bragg absolutely is not freaking concerned about the well-being of of his own police officers. He's obviously not concerned. Joe Biden, and by Joe, I mean whoever is behind him pulling his strings or whoever is actually running the country right now. They very obviously don't care about the death and violence and horror that's coming over the border. You know, the people who want to chop your kids woohoo off, you know, at the age of four because they're in transition, they don't give a crap about, you know, the, the people whose lives are lost or destroyed as a result of that stuff. The migrants, uh, the young punks who beat up uh, and stomped uh, these two NYPD, they don't give a crap about their lives. Trey brought up this story, a very disturbing video to watch where you see this new thing where they get on mopeds and they try to steal people's phones. And I think she was 63. This woman got dragged across the street and slammed into a parking meter. They didn't care about her. There's no, and and it, it's 
what I'm seeing now, and this is where when I when I say that I think we're really truly, you know, whether it's end time stuff or not, uh, you know, coming up on the big fight between good and evil. That's what I'm talking about. That's the evil I'm talking about. A, a complete and distinct lack of empathy for other people's pain and suffering and death and loss. That you see almost continuously in our country and in our world right now. Uh, and, and that's the part, you know, if I, when I really sort of allow uh, current affairs to, to get under my skin, uh, that, that's the stuff that really sends a chill down my spine. We have a whole bunch of people in the world right now that absolutely have no feeling or, or, or connection to other human beings whatsoever. The, the Hamas t- uh, attacks of October 7th. Yeah, a distinct lack of empathy, yes, to say the least. In fact, we've gotten to a point now where each other's pain and suffering seems to be our entertainment. That's what we find funny and entertaining. These punks who beat up these guys, these new, these new, these police officers in, in New York, they were having a great old time, and they, they were having a great time. They, they were enjoying harming, I'm sorry, harming and inflicting pain on other people. And again, that's what we see. That's, that's the moment that I keep coming back to in our current times. The soullessness, the complete abandon of human connection and empathy. I mean, the political forces in this country right now that shoved Joe Biden out there yesterday, who are totally cool with the fact that we just read a report from a special counsel saying he's absolutely guilty of federal crime and endangering people's lives in this country, but we're not going to prosecute him. Ah, He's just a doddering old guy. I mean, you know, you, you, again, that's really what you keep. What I keep coming back to is there's just a lack of human empathy, of human caring, which in and of itself is the very definition of evil. Whether it's satanic evil, evil just for evil's sake, however you, however you characterize evil, at the heart of anything evil is a complete lack of concern, not only a lack of concern for... Uh, other people's well-being, but in fact enjoying the pain inflicted on other people is, in my opinion, the very definition of evil. And we're living in a very evil time. And, uh, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with these punks. I don't know if they're ever going to try to track them down or whatever. they got millions of people who are in this country illegally. They're not bothering to track down. James, Alvin Bragg should have just gave them all bracelets and said, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm going to indict you guys for beating up the cops, but could you make sure you show up to your trial in about six years? I thought they found some of the dudes in Arizona. I think they found a couple. They got one in custody. Did they yeah. find a few in Arizona? Yeah, they did. I believe they did. But the thing is, the only reason they're doing any of this is because of all the criticism he got. He is not doing this. Alvin Bragg is not now chasing these dudes down, however he's able to do that. Because he was truly nauseated and sickened by what he saw. What he saw, as far as those police officers, didn't bother that guy in the slightest. In fact, he probably liked it. Because they're cops and they're evil and they're racist, right? What a world. What a world. Who is this, James? James, how are you? Uncle Sean. Hey. Before you go... Hey, hey, brother, before you go, I just wanted to man, tell you, man, look, have a good vacation. Uh, I know you only got, like, what, about 10, 15 minutes ago. Be safe, 
And I wanted to let you know that uh, if you do decide to get a little crazy and go skinny dipping into the Bass Pro Shop fish tank, what? I think it's safe to say that me, <laughs> me and uh, you had to go skinny dipping the Bass Pro no, my days of getting naked in anybody's fish tank are, have been over for about a year now. So, no, you're, you're not going to, you don't have to worry about me stumbling into a Bass Pro Shop <laughs> massive this, aquarium you know, just, naked or doing anything else in public that's naked. I, I, I just want to let you know that me and Chuck and Mike and Gerardo, uh, Loud Alex, and your favorite listener, Margaret. We'll have your bill made money for you if you need it, man. All right, have man. Fun, brother. All right, thank you, brother. I appreciate that, James. Yeah, I'm looking forward to having a week off. We we very obviously uh, are on the precipice of a very busy. Actually, we're already involved in a very, very, very busy year news wise, and so both Trey and I thought we'd get our time off uh, a little early so we can uh, be here for all the crap that's about to happen. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. The twenty twenty four race for the White House. This race. From over. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And it's Sean Ryman, News Talk 550 KTSA. Big game this uh, Sunday. Bets are being laid. The Super Bowl coming up this Sunday. Who do you think's going to win? Taking their calls. I'm sorry. Um, 210-599-5555. I know who Jalen's rooting for. Who's Jalen rooting for? San Francisco. No. Oh, no, of course. <laughs> you are terrible. Did that man no. just say something transphobic? That man just made a transphobic crap crack about me on the radio. Ron, I want you to do something about that. I like San Francisco because I'm gay. How dare he say that? Anyway, um, sorry. Um, You're not, though. No, I'm not. I actually enjoy doing my Jalen <laughs> imitation. What district is he in? Uh, right One here. you're sitting in right now. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Two. I don't want no white-ass man on the radio talking about San Francisco and Jalen in the same sentence. Get that guy off the air. <laughs> but anyway. I bet he also loves Taylor Swift. <laughs> if I was her, I'd dump his ass, too. No, I'm sorry. Um <laughs> You, you want to you, plumb my you know, knowledge of the Super Bowl? Go ahead and ask me who's playing. Go ahead. All ask right. me who's playing. Who's the quarterback for San Francisco? I don't even know what a quarterback is. A quarterback is what I get You know, when I give them 25 more cents than I need to. Oh. <laughs> it was bad. Uh, do you... No, I just said, I, At I don't least know, you qu- didn't say a quarter bag. <laughs> quarter bag. <laughs> you know, he thought about it. Quarter bag is what I used to buy in the 80s, and it actually cost a damn quarter. Anyway, um, what, no, ask me who's playing. Who's playing? playing? I don't know. I, the Chiefs, the, the Taylor Swift guys, some right. other team. I have no idea who it is. The San I Francisco really, 49ers. Oh, because you just said San Francisco. Right. But I don't know who the 49ers are. They come after the 48ers? I'm so sorry. Before the fifty years, see, see how you are. I, I don't. I, I just. I don't know. I don't follow it. I it, it, my in my career, I have always been like the Super Bowl alternative. When I was in Denver, which is also a big football town, right? They would put my ass on for the Super Bowl. Like, let me go on for like eight hours, and that was all. That was for all the Trekkies, you know, and all the uh, uh, people who don't watch football. They put yeah. me on, and I talk about other things other than football because mm-hmm. I don't understand football. I don't know what they're doing. I've watched a football game with you. I Don, this is going to come as a shock to you, but I wasn't paying attention to the football game. Yeah, I know. Game. I was because, counting the Bud know, Lights in your fridge. 
the the whole time you were there, it reminded me of going on a long car ride with the kids. Is this over yet? Well, yeah. God. It 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 stupid. Because yep, yeah, yes. Because to me, a football game, <laughs> it just goes on forever. I don't know what they're doing. It's a bunch of Neander punks slamming into each other. Right. I don't understand the rules. I don't know what a down is. I thought a down was a sweater. I, I, I don't know. I just, I've never followed it. I don't know what it is. I don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. To me, again, it seems like gladiator light. You know, like this is, this is what you do when you can't have a broadsword. You know, this is... <laughs> right. Has Syria <laughs> you know? tried to explain some of the aspects of the game to you while watching one with her? Or? She did. She has. Yeah. She does. She probably yeah. will on Sunday. And it'll probably, in her expo- explanation, she'll probably toss in some Taylor Swift uh, stuff, too some taylor trivia but she's trying to explain football to me right but i I just i don't i just don't care i just don't i love baseball but even that i'm not an expert on baseball Uh, you know what i mean i can't riff on stats and crap like vlad putin can riff on (laughs) nine centuries of russian history yeah but (laughs) you you, mean but you know all the nuances about women's flat track derby Women's all all female flat track roller derby is now that's a sport I can believe in. You talk about lesbians, man. I love lesbians on wheels, man. There's nothing better than than watching roller derby. Oh my god! It's just it's the access to it is kind of limited. You know what I mean? Yeah. You sort of have to go to an actual bout, which is what they're called. They're called bouts. They are. Yeah, bouts. I don't even know where we. I know we have a roller derby team, don't we? And I think just in Austin. Let me look. Oh, no, shocking. I don't care enough. <laughs> he can't be okay. bothered to Google what? whether or not but San you know Antonio what? has. A- Let me ask you this: <laughs> Why do I have to give up my man card because I don't like football? I prefer watching women on roller skates slam into each other. To me, the women on roller skates thing seems like the manlier thing to want to do. Do you know what I mean? Like when I was in, in school, it didn't seem manly to me to want to shower with other men. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like you, you, you're being a, a, oh, you a whip or kid. something if you don't want to take off your clothes with a bunch of other naked dudes in a locker room. I yeah. thought the more manlier thing was, well, why can't I shower with the chicks? That's the manly thing. Not hanging out with you naked dudes. So I don't get the sports world. I don't understand football. Uh, I don't care about the damn commercials. I really don't care about Taylor Swift. And so... I don't know what I'll be doing on Sunday. Maybe I'll drop some Ambien. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> That's all I got left. So maybe I'll do some Ambien early in the day. I'll day Ambien. <laughs> this is coping mechanism. Ambien. That's right, man. I'll do a little day Ambien. So now while the freaking game's on. God. Can't drink no more. Can't drink my problems away anymore. So, you know, yeah. I got to have something. Well, then come over then because the, the beer I have is now safe. <laughs> Oh, very More safe. Yes, you don't need to count cans when I come around anymore. <laughs> Thank you, James. Thank you, Don. Elaine Rodriguez, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye. Oh, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Please don't. <laughs>